0: What's up, everybody? Out of sight here. Episode 24 in the books. I love the books. I love the books. <laughs> Call this your team sucks, but it's okay. <laughs> hey, by the way, if you're listening, can you do us a favor? Can you go on iTunes and give us a rating and a review? It really helps us show up in the charts and it's starting to work. Yeah. So we really appreciate it. You can just subscribe. Five stars. Give us a review. Five star by Five Star Bitch. These guys are so cute. Thank you. So let's give a shout-out to our sponsor. first sponsor is Draft. Uh, Did you know the chances of winning on Draft are 80% better than salary cap sites? That's why you need to try Draft. More than 1 million people have already downloaded it. It's a real live NBA draft. You can be done in five minutes, paid out the next day. Drafts are filing every second. All new players get a free entry into Draft. Use our code BLJAM. That's right. Play in a draft for free by using our code BLJAM. It gets better. Uh, draft is offering satellite radio listeners a money-back guarantee up to 100 bucks. Just search Draft in your app store or go to draft.com. And if you want to play for free the first time, use
1: our code BLJAM. Also, I'd like to give a very warm shout-out to Five Star Vintage. Very warm. Um... I'm wearing something from 5 Star Vintage right now. You are. This fucking the classic. Knicks, the mix. Knicks crew neck. Oof. The flame. Oof. Um, 20 bucks, right? Or something? $20? Fire. 5 Star Vintage is an online thrift store providing quality items for great prices. If you enjoy designer clothing or even one-off sports gear, 5 Star Vintage is the place to shop. You can shop today at 5 com. That's the number 5. S-T-A-R-V-I-N-T-A-G-E dot com. Use our discount code JAM and you'll receive 15% off your entire order. And tell them that we sent you because just do it because I said so and I'm the host of this podcast. Um, (laughs) So we're going to get into episode 24 called... Your team sucks, but it's okay. Let's fire it up. Let's go. Slide Jam podcast. My name is Out of Sight. My name is Dylan Reese. I think I'm a little sick.
0: I'm kind of out of it. Are you sick like I'm ill? Like Little Wayne is to
1: say? I'm both. I'm sick. I'm ill. I'm definitely ill and I'm a little under the weather. I got a stuffy nose up in this bitch. You're turning up your volume because you're going extra bassy. Today. I'm sorry. Uh, it's all I got. All right, fam. Well, well, we're here to flow. Drink your
0: fucking tea and let's rock and roll. Episode. Let's get it. 24 we're recording this friday march 23rd because i will be away this weekend uh but it will be coming out monday 24 25 monday the 26th yep which will be our 24th episode kobe i just want to say thank you to all the people who gave feedback to the kanye episode
1: episode worn by heart
0: yeah it was um a ton of feedback Shout outs to Six Sense for shouting us out on his Instagram.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Appreciate
0: I want to give a shout out to my homie Scott back at home who's a big fan of the pod. Mm-hmm. And he's not even a big basketball guy, but he said he really loved that episode. And he said that the way I felt about dark fantasy, he, yeah. he feels about Jesus. Oh, man. Isn't that
1: crazy? Scott might be off the shits. He might be on to something. He might be off to something. He might. I think he's off, but I respect it. That's how you know Kanye is great. Like we said, there's something for everybody. It really is. Like no matter what,
0: amazing how many (coughs) different opinions it was. Totally. Then let's give a shout out to Matt Keen, who was really in a flux,
1: upset, really upset that there was no paranoid. Great song. And wasn't there another one he was pissed about? Or I hate. I, I just remember him going off about Paranoia. Got a lot of texts about that. Say, like there was songs missing. I forget even like yeah, what we they didn't were. make the bracket, guys.
0: Yeah, but it's like it's gone super viral. I
1: totally feel you. Like there's too many songs that there's a lot of songs that could be left so, on and off of that.
0: So you can find that on Twitter and that the whoever made the bracket. <coughs> I'd open Twitter now, but I don't really feel like my Pro Tools crashing. Um, I have like eleven windows open already, Uh-oh. but um. That dude who created it, whoever created it, is also it's. He's doing it completely on Twitter, and he's doing polls for each song. Mm. So he's doing it. Oh wow! As so a he's real in depth, yeah. And I think he's doing it on the timeline of the NCAA tournament. That guy's
1: fucking smart.
0: Yeah, he's really.
1: He was prepared.
0: It. Yeah. So, um, maybe next week we can do the real results. See what what the right. people said. Right. All right. Um so today we're gonna do a, a Reddit rundown. And then Dylan had a great idea right before the show. The playoffs are quickly approaching, so during the playoffs we're going to be talking about the same sixteen teams and then less, right? So what we wanted to do is if you root for a team that's not making the playoffs today, we're here for you. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about all the teams that didn't make the playoffs this year.
1: An ode, if you will. Your team sucks. That's it, the name of the segment. But it's okay. Your team sucks, but it's okay.
0: We're gonna put our <laughs> We're gonna put our arms around your shoulder and give you a reason to be happy.
1: You know, and I think it makes sense too because both of our teams suck right now, pretty much, and they're fucking out of here. So they're fucking done. We're in that same boat.
0: You know, in the beginning, <coughs> I, I I gotta apologize. To and my if home. you're a Warriors fan, yeah,
1: one, I don't believe you. Two, yeah. congratulations, you're gonna be hearing a lot of talk.
0: You know, Excellent. and look, if you're a Warriors fan and you've been rooting for them forever, you went through a lot of hard years. Totally. And if you just jumped on the bandwagon because you a bandwagon fan, just
1: hit stop. Fall back, fam. And you're done. As you would say. You're out. You're out. Hey, fall back, fam. Fall back. I'm using that a lot in my life.
0: But I got to give a shout out to my homie Dre, who I <coughs> earlier in the year got into a debate with saying that the Knicks were better than the Lakers, but... uh I was wrong. No, they're not. They're not. All right. Anyways, maybe we No. poisoning. It doesn't matter. No, All right. Let's get to the Reddit rundown. So, Zach Lowe, a great NBA writer. Great guy. He comes out with a piece. A friend of the show. F- uh, soon to be. <laughs> he comes out with a piece every Friday. And he tweets this morning. Anthony Davis deserves serious consideration for both MVP runner-up and Defensive Player of the Year. He's not going to win MVP, and he shouldn't. This is James Harden's season. Yes. But he deserves serious consideration for MVP runner-up and Defensive Player of the Year. He has led the league in both blocks and steals since Boogie went down. Wow. Um, What do you think?
1: I mean, I'm not upset with that. But if he's saying, well, he said that he shouldn't win MVP, right?
0: He's saying runner up.
1: <coughs> I mean, the way I look at it, yeah. Who gives a shit? Who's the runner up? <laughs> you know what I mean? Second place is the first loser. I mean, yeah, it's like if you're saying
0: it does matter though, because he deserves serious James consideration last year. Uh huh. And then everyone kind of came back this year and was like, "Oh fuck, James Harden should win MVP because he got robbed last year," kind of.
1: Yeah, but he also earned it this year. Totally. So if Anthony Davis comes back next year and doesn't do as much, this runner-up is fucking meaningless.
0: True, but it could mean something if he comes back and stays balling.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right.
0: But I understand what you're saying. Nobody ever remembers the runner-up. No, I don't fucking know. Like, I think Zach Lowe's is trying to give Anthony Davis a pat in the back, huh?
1: Well, he definitely deserves it. I mean, his numbers are ridiculous. Sure. He's averaging 28, 11, two assists. Two point four blocks and one and a half steals. It's pretty fucking absurd. Not only that, but the Pelicans now won four in a row. We're at forty three
0: and thirty and sitting in the four seed. So currently, they have home court advantage in the first round.
1: They're the four seed right, right now.
0: Right now, they're tied with the Thunder. What's and happening? Hold, yeah, I mean, it's going to shake out differently. They're That's either going so to be the three, four, or five seed. It looks like wow. But there's a lot of teams, and the Spurs are at six. Currently, the West is so jammed from one to eight. Yeah, they really are. That's it's crazy. It's insane, especially from three to eight. You think?
1: You think that's the eight that we have, though?
0: Yes. Yeah, the too. Nuggets I think are done. <coughs> They're Sad. two games out. The Clippers are two and a half out. I would be surprised to see either the Jazz or T Wolves slip out.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd be surprised.
0: I would be surprised.
1: I agree. I wish the Nuggets were going to make the playoffs, but they're not.
0: I don't like how they play, and Gary Harris is. But right also, now. I
1: do want to see Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs. Yeah, so. let's go.
0: And the Jazz just <laughs> playing fucking crazy lockdown defense.
1: Um, but as far as defensive player of the year for Anthony Davis, who else would win? Strong case. Who's winning defensive player of the year this People year? People have been saying KD all season. <sighs> um. I was kind of on board with that for a while because he was impressive how good he was. Yeah. But I think it's kind of
0: you know simmered who? off. You got a name? I have a name.
1: No. I mean, I'm not mad at Anthony Davis winning that. I, I think, think he Andy, should win something. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, all right.
0: I'm going to say my <coughs> name. I don't know if he's playing enough games for it, but go Mm. He's just a fucking wrecking wrecking ball at the center position. And they've just been so good When since he's been back. he's He's Damn. been great.
1: Katie's averaging two blocks. So that's pretty great.
0: Katie has been great on the defensive end. But he's also not always guarding the best guy. So, I no, guess blocks is great, but yeah. he's probably doing a lot. A of lot that. of those are in help. Yeah, exactly. Because you know Draymond's guarding dudes. Yeah. I'm liking Gobert for Deep Boy. but we'll see. Yeah. All right. I'm not mad at either of those. This is a top post on Reddit right now. It says, am I the only one? It's from jboogie1310. That's the best beginning to any yeah. statement. Am I the only one? <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. This dude says, am I the only one who thinks it's lame how everyone is blatantly trying to rewrite history on Steve Nash's career? Like, I get the fact he's never played in the finals and won two MVPs with lackluster defense and mediocre scoring numbers, but Jesus Christ, the disrespect has gone too far. Even without the MVPs or championships, the man is still a top-five passer and top-ten shooter in NBA history. Plus, he has eight NBA All-Star appearances and seven All-NBA selections on his resume. People love to ignore this, though, and act like he was just some average player who had two fluke seasons, like... Look at this ridiculous st- statements in the comment section, and Stephen Jackson, uh, how ridiculous he sounds by saying that Nash played on eighth-seeded teams his entire career. Stephen Jackson doesn't know what he's talking about. He's just an OG. Talk about revisionist history. Um, you want me to keep going? Yes. This type of nonsense can only be fueled by bitterness, <laughs> hatred, and probably even racism. Okay. Ye- no. Yep, I said it. I don't care. I don't care. LOL. You should probably, you really have people acting like his success was totally due to D'Antoni and rule changes. And that Amari Stoudemire and Sean Marion were truly the best players on those Suns teams. As if Nash never made the all-star and all-NBA team before rule changes and joining D'Antoni and didn't carry the Suns to Western Conference finals on two different occasions without one of those guys. Amari in 2006, D'Antoni and Marion in 2010. I'm
1: gonna keep going. No, okay. Um, Your thoughts. One question, please. Is anyone legitimately trying to argue that Sean Marion was better than Steve Nash, <laughs> or is this dude talking out of his ass? Because there, if there's anyone saying that, if you're if you're talking, I need to have a stern talking to with yeah, them. Yeah, you don't know
0: jack shit about anything. Come
1: on, bro. I don't think anyone's saying that. I think he might be stretching the truth here. He's a little in flux. He's fucking upset. That's what he is. He's not in flux. You think he's from Canada? He's pissed. Yeah, probably. This dude probably has the Steve Nash haircut still, with the with the orange the Suns bowl. jersey on his in his crib. He's fucking <laughs> upset right now. What's good with this guy?
0: Yo, how fast do you think he typed that shit?
1: He's like, he's going probably- the fuck off. <laughs> Just he said, NBA Reddit, I got something to say. Yeah,
0: it amazingly <laughs> has over 1,200 upvotes and over two hundred, com- over 500 comments. You know, you know what?
1: He deserves it. People he put a lot of, it. He put a lot of effort in that post. Do you
0: think Steve Nash is that disrespected? Legacy I was going to say,
1: where is this coming from? I don't really hear Steve Nash disrespect unless I'm just missing that. But I yeah. think Steve Nash is well-respected among players, at least. Yeah. Like I think everyone knows Steve Nash is literally one of the best point guards ever.
0: Somebody made a comment. I think it's just Laker
1: fans because he has more MVPs than Kobe. That is pretty absurd. But it's like, you know. He earned him.
0: My take on Steve Nash. Do I think he was the best player in the league ever? No. Did he win two MVPs? Yes. Was he my favorite player? During that era, because he was a white point guard, absolutely.
1: Because he was so fun,
0: was like that's the guy that I can look up to. He's six feet tall and can't dunk, and is balling. And I'm also, six
1: feet tall and can't dunk. Also, so D'Antoni is always giving this credit of putting it of implementing this fast paced run and gun, play no fucking defense, shoot three hundred three pointers yep. in a game, right? Yep. But without Steve Nash, that doesn't work. Totally. So it's like, Nash can try was good to on the maps too. You can try to give that credit, right, to DeAntoni. But it's like, you can only implement something if you have the personnel to do it. Nash was yeah. good on the maps. Steve Nash too. was the first one to play that way. Yeah, at least successfully. I don't remember anyone before that that was running every single fast break, pulling up, pulling up on fast breaks. Like,
0: yeah, he was like Jason Williams realized.
1: Yeah, like Jason Williams, like actually. An all-around amazing player. Jason Williams had moments like he wasn't... Moments. You know.
0: But he just wasn't as heady as Nash. No.
1: And I, I'm i one of the biggest Jason Williams Me fans too. of all time. Me too. <laughs> but Steve Nash is world in a different world.
0: Nash carried Dosan's team, so I don't care what anyone says. 100%. He was a great player, but he never was the best player in the league. No. And he won two MVPs. And I think that's what people <laughs> gets people's goat. If anything. If anything. And Nash was my favorite guy back then. Because uh-huh. it was like... I, I kind of looked like him. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, you could feel it. Totally. It's Like nobody ever expected that guy to be good. Him and Dirk were awesome. Then he comes to Phoenix. They were a dominant team. Definitely. But no one ever thought they were going to beat the Spurs. Right. Everyone kind of knew every year. Right. right. And uh, he never, w- if you were like, who's the best player in the league during that era, you would have never said Steve Nash. Yeah. Top five? Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. Was he most valuable to his team? Maybe. I think so. I mean, if you take Nash off those Suns teams, they, w- they were very weird teams. Yeah. Raja Bell, Boris DL.
1: Marion, Quentin Richardson. I mean, obviously,
0: you had Marion and Amari. Yeah. Amari got hurt a ton. Q Rich, then they traded him. You know, it was like Raja Bell was like a big player on that team.
1: Was Channing Fry on that team or no? No.
0: Nah. They had Tim
1: Thomas for a little Tim bit. Tim Thomas. Uh, I knew there was another.
0: Uh, Barbosa. Oh my god! Yeah, it was a really weird team, but they made it work.
1: Yeah. So who's the starting point guard if Steve Nash isn't there? Barbosa. Yeah. Yeah, that team's not good. Not good. You know, but it's like, I don't know. Steve Nash is the fucking man.
0: Well, Jay Boogie, we're here for you.
1: <coughs> we like Steve. I saw Nash. some commercial that he's on. Yeah. Did you see that? You know what I'm talking about? No. He's doing like, he's uh, doing something with Bleacher Report. In no, soccer? He? He's, oh, yes. Yes, he's, like, I did. become like an analyst or something? Yes, he's right? doing a lot of soccer stuff. Broadcasting? Something like that? Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. Because he was definitely a big soccer guy. I think, I think he gets his credit. He also directed a bunch of films. He did. Which is cool. He's a dope dude. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I don't think he gets too disrespected. If anyone A hasn't guy like seen... Steven
0: Jackson ain't going to give him props, but Steve Jackson ain't giving nobody props.
1: Steven Jackson barely gives himself props. Yeah, he's that guy's like, fucking upset at the world. Yeah,
0: he's OG. He cranky. He's like.
1: That's why he just makes gangster ass rap songs. But I
0: think overall, he gets his credit. <laughs> I think Steve so, Steve Nash.
1: But Anyone I really, who really understands the game at a high level knows. Yeah, for sure. A guy like that is extremely valuable.
0: Which is why I liked Lonzo from the beginning. Exactly. He has some of those instincts.
1: Um, Steve Nash has a great documentary on Netflix too. He does. He's like you saw it? Yeah, like I did a see it. Biography type deal.
0: I'm a Steve Nash guy. Yeah, I rock good. with Steve Nash. It's good stuff. All right, let's keep it moving. Did you hear that dog barking? That was fire. I heard it. I
1: don't know if they heard it.
0: All right, here's a fun fact. We've talked about this before because i played with one of these dudes. When Ray Allen joined the Celtics in 2007, he replaced a shooting guard on the roster by the name of...
1: Allen Ray. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous. I remember Isn't that. Isn't that amazing? I was like, what? It's amazing. I played with him. Dude Ryan. flipped his fucking We name. talked about this. Yeah.
0: He was smooth. Lefty. Bless you, John. Bless Ooh, you. That was coming from a mile Speaking away. Speaking of Alonzo Ball, he went 2 for 15, 1 for 12 last night. Not good. Holy shit. No way. It happened. Um, here's one for Keep you. Keep
1: shooting, buddy. I'm rooting for you. Let here's, him fly.
0: We're going to talk about the Lakers soon, so I'll let that fly. Uh, Donovan Mitchell now has many
1: 20-point games as LeBron did in his rookie year. Watch out. Sheesh. Sheesh. It's all LeBron's stats this season. Yeah, it's not. Yo. It's pretty scary. That's the best 15th season ever by a long shot. <sighs> yeah. Did you hear about LeBron?
0: What he, happened to him? He's really good at basketball. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure.
1: All right, I got something.
0: Here we go. Ray Allen, he's got a book coming
1: out. Mm. He's throwing motherfuckers under the bus. I was about to say, that might be interesting. Cause.
0: He is throwing dudes under the bus bus. Are you ready for this? Can't wait. So Paul I'll, Pierce took nights off against non-elite players. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. What do you think about that? He also gave Ron Rondo some business. And then Rondo was like, you're using my name to sell some books. Wow. What's up with Ray? Ray Allen's a little salty.
1: Yo, I don't know what's going on. He got salty at these Boston guys. Now, you grew up in Boston. I did. What happened here? I wish I knew. Um, all I know is I he's definitely left th- out of everything. They, don't, whether, whether, they do not fuck with him. Whether it's them or him yep. choosing to be out of it or him or them choosing to leave him out. Right. He's never a part of any type of reunion, hangout situation.
0: When's this book come out?
1: I don't know, but I low key want to read it. I don't even read books. Um, I don't know what's going him. Like, they just, I mean, it seems like KG and Pierce yeah. are, like, still close homies. Even Rondo, too, like, yep. when they need to be. Here's ten. And, like, Perk yep. and, like, all those guys. You want to
0: hear 10 things that Boston.com learned from reading the book? Yes. An advanced copy? Here we go. It's a 265-page memoir. It's coming out on March 27th. Oh, shit. It's called From the Outside, My Journey Through Life and the Game I Love. He met Kevin Garnett in high school. They played AAU together. Yep, I knew that. I knew that. He talks about how Rick Pitino in Kentucky treated him on his recruiting trip, which helped him cement his decision to attend UConn. Mm -hmm. Interesting. He sat with some... um, What did he say? Basically, he said that Patino Hollywooded him In a restaurant
1: That's dope
0: At one point He generally thought He was going to be drafted By the Celtics The Bucks took him He had mixed feelings When he was traded To the Celtics Sonic um, Yeah But he was upset How it went down He thought he was going to be An important part Of the Sonic's future He learned early That he and Garnett Didn't mesh well Wow He said that they didn't cross paths too often, but they had a great amount of respect for each other. Prior to the team's first contest, Allen started dribbling a basketball in front of his locker, part of his long-established pregame routine. Garnett wasn't having any of it. Other players in the locker room stayed silent, but Allen said he could tell they knew they would clash, albeit Small wasn't good. Neither of us were willing to give an inch, Allen wrote. That's what happens when you have two alpha dogs in the room. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, Ray says if he could only select one player to play with,
1: he would still choose Garnett. Wow, that says a lot about Kevin Garnett. He's a fucking OG. (laughs) That's so fire. I'm I'm reading this book. I don't give a fuck. That just sold me. This (laughs) this is good. Doc
0: Rivers took the Big Three on a duck boat tour prior to the start of their first season together. Get on board, Doc said. He wasn't kidding. With the whole boat to ourselves, we made our way slowly through the neighborhoods and then down an embankment and into the water. (coughs) Wow. Ray Allen.
1: Pretty sus. He said if
0: we lost a few games in a row, he would cancel practice and take us to a movie to come up with another activity to get our minds away from the game. Doc was the first coach I played for where it was not just about basketball. He was reaching us as human beings, too.
1: Wow. High praise for Doc. Even though he's been slandered after the Celtics years. Here we go. You ready for everyone, including us? I
0: think Doc has had his moments. I just feel like Doc is a good coach who probably got in over his head as an executive. Yeah. It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah,
1: he he bit off more than he could chew over there. I think he's
0: having a nice year coaching. This Clippers team isn't good. No. (laughs) Definitely not. Michael Jordan warned Allen about a potential future problem for the Celtics. Michael, here was Michael's advice. You guys got lucky. Winning one, lucky. Winning two, now you would be doing something. Wow. He said, the major problem you're going to have is to worry about your role players not wanting to play their roles anymore. They go home after the season. Everybody tells them how great they are, and it goes to their heads. Right. They come back. They want more minutes. They want more shots. They
1: want more money. They want more everything.
0: The disease of more, Pat Riley called that. Wow. Here we go. Allen wrote, Rondo, Perkins, and Big Baby demanded larger roles, Allen wrote. Of course they did. There was absolutely nothing wrong with that. In my opinion, only having a larger role should happen naturally. in The flow of the offense. That wasn't the case, according to Allen. Davis wanted more touches, but proceeded to take shots before the team was able to develop any kind of rhythm. And Rondo, eager to adapt an even bigger role, was altering the dynamic that worked so well in 2008. There was no Mbantu in this group. Too often we had to remind guys to move the ball around instead of looking for themselves.
1: Wow. Woop There's a lot of fucking egos in that locker Woo! room, man. Rondo, Big Baby. KG, Ray, Pierce. Paul Pierce. Everybody. You got to give Doc Rivers a lot of credit. <sniffs> Not Scal, I'm just kidding. That is a... Yeah, it's a lot to juggle. That team only won one, man. <coughs> I know, they're fucking good, man. The egos. What could have been, huh? You don't understand how happy I was, though, as a Lakers fan the second time. Yeah. <sighs> Kobe comes out. I was like, rooting for the Lakers. Rips I can't root for Boston. Rips his jersey. Yep. Oh, my God, dude. You want some more from the book? Yeah, dude. This is dope.
0: His relationship with Rondo was pretty bad for some time. Whoa. There's actually, like, multiple spats. In 09, there was a rumor that Allen and Rondo were being traded to the Suns. Because Rondo and Danny Ames didn't get along. When Allen passed this info to Rondo, Rondo flipped out. And he claimed that he carried the team to the 2008 championship. A word? And alleging every player in the team had issues with him, Rondo called out Allen for saying he was the reason the two were getting traded. In 2010, Allen offered to help Rondo with free throws. Rondo didn't say the word. To him. He just walked away from him. In 2011, Rondo claimed Ellen was jealous of him and vouched (laughs) to get his ass out of here during the offseason. Allen said he had plans to leave already. Since then, oh, Allen approached Rondo to try and resolve it. Rondo said to him,
1: I got 11 games to play with you,
0: and that's it. They haven't spoke since.
1: Holy shit. Woo! Yo, Rondo's a fucking whack though. I, he's crazy. I hate that motherfucker. I always did, bro. Even like, all right.
0: But why Why is KG and Pierce
1: sided with him? That's Yeah, that's what I want to know. Because they seem like very reasonable, fucking great guys. Everyone loves them, right? So it's like, what's the deal? Rondo, I get, he's a fucking maniac. Anywhere he goes, there's a problem. Every time. He doesn't like someone. He doesn't like something about the team. He's fucking crying about everything. Uh... Alright dude, if you can't make a fucking free throw, which you can't, and the greatest shooter of all time offers you help, he's on your team, you take it. I would take that. Like what? If I was a good free throw shooter, I would take it. Because Ray Allen is better than you. Ray Allen's the best, bro. You know?
0: Rondo is always going to be a story of what could have been to me. It's, like, it's one, like
1: me being in my kitchen. There were series making a chicken where Rondo sandwich. was the best player. Making a chicken sandwich. Uh-huh. And Emerald comes in. He's like, you want me to show you how to do this better? Right. And I say, Emerald, get the fuck out of my house, right. man. You just walk th- away. I got this, bro. Take the advice. It's like, bro, this guy's good. Like, <laughs>
0: come on. The problem with Rondo was there were moments where he really was the best player
1: on the floor. I fucking hate Rondo, man. But I'll, there were moments where I'll, it was like, I damn, admit this it. guy is
0: controlling the whole game right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, he was great on defense and he ran the he'd break. He'd like, a
0: rebound. Yeah. He'd run the break. The whole tempo of the game was on his. He just controlled tempo. He was so good at that. Yeah. And then just like he'd get everybody the ball in their spots. But then he'd go off the rails. Yeah.
1: And he also could not hit it like You're a jump shot. doing too much. He can't shot. make any jump shot of any sort.
0: And now you look at it and it's like this dude's ego is crazy. Yeah. He never seem like a guy to get along with. All right, here's the last one. This is good. I'm glad we did this. This is great. <laughs> Allen believes the criticism around his departure was unfair. They show a tweet that Jared Jack sent in 2012. Am I wrong for thinking Ray Allen is a traitor for signing with the ra- his rival team, the Heat? Tell me what you think. He thought the Celtics and Heat weren't rivals. So the Heat beat the Celtics two straight years in the playoffs. You need more than that to establish a rivalry. I don't believe right. in that. That's bullshit. Yeah. They were rivals. Yeah.
1: I mean, you I mean could for sign that stretch, with, yeah, you
0: could sign with whoever you want, but don't, don't act like
1: they're not like historically rivals. No, but, but like straight at years, that time, it's like rivals. that's the team to beat. It's like, all right, I'm gonna go over there.
0: That was a rivalry. Yeah. Stop. and rivalry. he doesn't.
1: It's not like he doesn't recognize that. He,
0: he also says like that, that uh, he wasn't leaving for more money. So, it's like, only two years. <laughs> It'd
1: be like right like now, LeBron going to the Celtics. Yeah, it's like, yo, this, no, it's
0: not even that. It's yeah, bad. it's more than that,
1: but it's more than that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, oh, if this is the team to beat. I'm going to go there right now. It's going to feel a certain way. For sure. You know? It's like KD going to the Rockets right now.
0: And he took less money. But he also says that KG would have snubbed his grandmother if she signed with another team. Because KG's OG. Jeez. Interesting. All right, go buy the book. Ray Allen, you're welcome for the promo. All right.
1: Definitely buying that book.
0: Let's get into our, your team sucks, but it's okay. (laughs) All right. So this segment... We're going to talk about all the teams that didn't make the playoffs. I got standings right in front of me. You got your standings in front of you?
1: Yeah, let's start at the bottom.
0: We'll start at the bottom. So you want to just pull the league standing up? Is that what we'll do? So uh, then we'll just go from the bottom of the league standing. Okay. Which starts
1: How the fuck do I do that?
0: I went to Are you on ESPN? Oh, actually, I got it. All right. All right. So, let's just give a let's give a little hope for every every team that blows. The worst team in the league right now. There's two teams tied, and I feel like they have very different, very different outlooks on the future. Definitely, let's we'll start with the Grizzlies. All right, they've been an abomination, definitely on purpose for sure. They sat Mike Conley and Marcus all pretty much all year, and they said, "Let's be bad." Yep. Currently on Tankathon.com, which does mock drafts and lotteries, (laughs) they'd be the second pick in the draft if the lottery just goes the way it's supposed to. Okay. And in this mock draft, they're taking Real Madrid superstar Luka Doncic. Okay. If you're the Grizzlies, and you're a Grizzly fan, what's your sense of (laughs) optimism?
1: first of all. Yeah? You're from Memphis. You have to be from Memphis. Beale Street, you like ribs. There's no one just from... Minnesota, that's like... Yeah, I always love the Grizzlies. Yeah, totally. Like, nah, come on. You ever... Um, you're at the park. <coughs> big Grizzlies fan.
0: Big Grizzlies fan.
1: Like, if...
0: I've never know. been to Memphis, but I just love the Grizzlies.
1: Yeah. Um. What do you think? How many years does Mike Conley have left on this absurd contract? An eternity. It feels that way, right?
0: He's got at least another three, four years. That's what I was going to say. I think like four the years. The contract is untradeable. The only thing you can do... If you're the Grizzlies, is you sign, you have this big draft pick, so that's awesome. You get Gasol and Conley back, and you think you can make like a decent run with a. You have Devin Brooks now, J. Michael Green, who are like good role players, and then you got to draft Aiton or Doncic, who can be hopefully a franchise chasing player. Conley comes back, Gasol comes back. They're old, but
1: that's that's your base. It's one of those teams that has talent. Yeah. Like their stars are old. Yep. But they're still effective. But they're not even like locked all stars. They're like. But they always win. They're won. like right on the cusp of it.
0: Like if they played this year, <laughs> I guarantee you they win thirty nine games. You know. Yeah, but it's they're gonna just win like, you some games. It's like, bro. Who Would those? you trade Marcus Gasol right now? You're not trading Mike Conley. No one's taking no, that contract. No, no
1: it's done. It's, yeah. It's, it's over. And that's fucking sucks.
0: Well, he can come back and still be serviceable.
1: But Mike Conley's not even close to worth that money.
0: Oh, yeah. Totally. It's not
1: even, like, it's not even real. Like, what? For sure. But, all right, look at it like this. All right, you're a Grizzlies fan. You trade. You, if you, I'm a Grizzlies fan, I'm not excited about the future. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: But you're going to have a top three pick, and you still have those guys. <laughs> Like Nick I don't sh-
1: want those guys. You don't have a choice. That's what that's what Unless I'm saying. Unless
0: you trade Marcus All.
1: Yeah. But I mean And
0: get another pick.
1: How old is Marcus all?
0: He's in his early thirties, but he started he only got the league when he was twenty four. I still think actually that if you're the Grizzlies and maybe I'm crazy, Conley and Gasol could still have a few more good years. And if you draft the right guy, you actually might have a decent team. With Conley, say you draft Doncic, He's small forward. And then you're rolling out Conley, Devin Brooks, Doncic, Michael Green, Marcus Gasol. It's not bad. It's not bad. You're doomed because of those contracts, and maybe you want to get rid of Gasol now while he still has value. But that's your Don't hope as a Grizzlies fan.
1: Mar- Marcus Gasol, to me, has been – he's always been good, right? Yeah. Like, he's a good, like – I think he's an underrated, like, playmaker. Totally. Like, like Al Horford style. Very much. But he should average way more rebounds. He's not a great rebounder. Like, I don't understand how you're that big and don't average 10 rebounds. Like, automatically. Well, you know,
0: his career, too. He played next to Zach Randolph, where he just has magnets
1: in his hands for rebounds. Yeah. But he's he's also bigger than him.
0: Marcus Hall has barely played this year. He's just kind of fucking around. But he's, you know, still 17 and a half, eight rebounds, four assists. When he plays, he plays well. And how old is he? Oh, 33. Look. He started, he got in the league when he was 24. I still think he could be valuable. I still think a good team might take a flyer on him. I don't know how much you'd get back, but...
1: That's what I'm saying. If you give him up, I don't see a ton of trade value there. And it's like...
0: So you draft Doncic and you You roll. pretty much
1: have to roll the dice on this pick and hope Conley, it really Doncic, out.
0: Doncic, Gasol? That's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. You won't be the worst team in the league like you No, 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 no. no definitely All right, not. let's move on. We got to... Can't spend 10 minutes on each horrible team. Okay. We'll be here for hours. Now, the other team who's 19 and 53, Suns. I think, has a brighter future. Definitely. The Suns are there, 19 and 53. If you're a Suns fan, why are you optimistic? Number one. Yep. You
1: already know the answer. Devin one Booker. of my favorite young players. Yep. Devin Booker. Dude's a fucking killer. Big Also, time. Josh Jackson, who's a rookie this Out year. Out here hooping. Is looking Prime time, Big time. Ready to rock.
0: I think they hit on that pick. 19 just put up a 37-point game the other day.
1: He's Jalen Brownish. Yeah. Like, he's athletic. Yeah. He can play D. He's to the rack whenever he wants and now. He, he, like, he's, he's comfortable. He's figuring it so out. So, I feel like his sophomore season is going to be a really good one.
0: He's a player, man.
1: He's, he's the, the second guy on that team, right? Like, second, next year?
0: Well, it depends who they draft. True. So, currently, on this <laughs> mock draft, they'd have the first pick in the draft. Oof. Which means there's a chance that they could take Oof. from the University of Arizona, Oof. DeAndre Ayton. Oof. You put that's
1: gonna be fun. Booker, to watch,
0: man. Josh Jackson, and DeAndre Ayton on this team. Now, to give you a little background on DeAndre Ayton, this dude is seven one, two fifty, athletic with a jumper. I think he's going to be a fucking big time start, especially offensively in the league. Yep. I don't give a shit they lost in the first round of University of Arizona. To me, Arizona, all year long, they were playing with two big guys. I thought they were really poorly coached. Sean Miller. I, I'm not. I'm not going to get into college hoops right now. I just felt like the team wasn't fully realized. Ayton to me is going to be a big time offensive player in the NBA. Yep. He is just. He has the body. He's got the athleticism, the skills. If the Suns can land that dude,
1: yeah, they're they're, they're, they're fun to watch. It's it's only a matter of time. Also, I've watched a couple games since Alfred Payton's been there. Yeah. I think he's a good fit because there's a lot of guys that can score the ball. Yep. He's not one of them, obviously, but he can distribute. Well, he's going to be a free agent. I don't um, think they're going to bring him back. No. Okay. Um, I don't think so. let will stop TJ Warren. He's a fucking Hooper. TJ Warren is a bucket scorer. And I like Alex Lynn.
0: I don't like Alex Lynn. But good for you. He's big But I'm here shit. to tell you one other thing. I do get about rebounds, About this man. draft, the Suns also have the 15th and 16th pick in this draft. So they have three picks within the first 16 picks. And I'm here to tell you about this draft. The first few guys are a level up. And okay. then from like four... To, like, 15.
1: Yeah, kind of all this in the same place.
0: You can <clears throat> strike gold. I, it's because, like, you'll see a mock draft and a guy will go four, and then another one he'll go 11, all because of need. Right. This is the draft where, like, drafting eight, nine, ten isn't, like, horrible. You can still strike big. Not all these guys are going to pan out, but right. there's not, like, a huge difference between them all besides, to me, in. Bagley Doncic, which I think are just a level up from everybody. Gotcha. Suns have a promising
1: future. Yeah. They're I mean any team that's that young, yeah, is is like something to be worth something worth being excited and about. Yeah, two they they drafted right. Josh Jackson's a baller. Devin Booker. Is a hooper. Bro, he's like and he was a ninth pick. He's I another know. level, man. He's
0: <laughs> next up, he's so good. He's yeah. so good. Next up. <clears throat> the Hawks. They've they've really gone out of their way to tank this year. <laughs> Currently they're sitting in the fourth pick in the tankathon dot com and they'd be taking Jaron Jackson of Michigan State. That is not exciting to me. Yeah. Have you seen Torian Prince play? He's getting yes. buckets, bro. Yeah, he is. He's like you got a little Jay Crowder
1: going on. <laughs> this is cause of dreads, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think John Collins is pretty solid. He's solid. Bazemore is solid, but he's so like bad contract. It's yeah, exactly. It's not like I don't know. This team's fucking weird to me. It's a weird squad. Deadman's had some good games. He's been I'm decent. Just looking at their roster right now, a couple dudes I don't even know who the fuck they are. Dennis Schroeder, Miles Plumlee still hanging on by a thread. He's still in the NBA, huh? Yep.
0: Yeah, if I'm the Hawks, I'm just excited to have a. But like we got pick.
1: DeAndre Bembry on the roster playing minutes. Yeah,
0: I don't think Jaron Jackson at pick number four is exciting. I would be very wary of that. I don't agree with that on Tankathon. They actually have Jackson going before Bagley. I don't see it. I, you know, they to me Bagley is way more of a transcendent player. So than, what?
1: So let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Let's say the Hawks get Bagley instead. Yeah, that's exciting. That's <coughs> a that's a
0: corner piece to me. Or at least an attempt to have one. I don't know what you want to do with Schroeder. I mean, the I'm Hawks not need the biggest Schroeder guy, but he's having a nice season on a bad team.
1: Yeah, on paper. You won't need a lot for Coach Bud, honestly. He's having a good season on paper. Yeah. But to be honest, I haven't watched. I haven't watched much Hawks at all. So it's like, like three. Hawks it's hard games. to say if like you know he's actually having a good year, if it's just like he they're is getting who the he ball is. The fuck
0: out. He is who he is. Like he's quick. He can get you some buckets. He's kind of Rondo-ish, but he can shoot a little. He can pass. He's fine, yeah. but he's just, you know, overall, it's like he's not offensively like you can stop him. Yeah, you can score on him. Yeah, he's not. He's just not a. He's not a force, but he's a good player.
1: That's the thing. If your point guard is gonna be like your guy, yeah, it's gotta be like mind blowing. Like it's gotta be. Yeah. Culture shifting. You can't just have an okay, fine point guard. Like, you can't have Jeff Teague, you know? Jeff Teague can't be your guy. No, that's what I'm saying. But, like, Jeff Teague is fine. He's fine. Jeff Teague's good. Yeah. If you Mike Conley. If you're fifth he's your fifth best good. player. Totally. He's good. You need Steph or Russ or Kyrie yeah. or else you need another wing that's yeah, like. Yeah, Schroeder's not that level. Not even close. But if you
0: put Schroeder but it's and like, together with he's Bezole, their it's their guy. better.
1: <clears throat> Torian Prince has been good. Well, here's the deal: we're going over the worst fucking teams. Yep. So I'm hoping that each of the, one of these teams get a little better because you can't so. get much worse than 20 wins.
0: You know, and you think most of these teams are being bad on purpose, right? One team, so that's they not better being be better. bad on purpose, and they're just bad. Are the Magic? Yeah, I was to, I was about to say that. they're not even tanking. They got the same record as they the Hawks right now. They just fucking suck. They have just done a really bad job. They've drafted poorly. They've signed dudes for way too much money. They got Fournier and Biombo on long term contracts. Dude. They drafted Mario Hezona. Now he's starting to play a little bit better. They didn't pick up his restricted rights. He's a UF he's a free agent at the end of the year. Yep. They take they use a top pick on Alfred Payton. He got dealt for a second rounder. They have Aaron Gordon. They got Vooch.
1: There's one guy on the Magic. Yep. That I would like to see get the fuck out of there. Yep. And go play for a contender and see what he can do. huh. And that's Jonathan Simmons. Yeah, I like his game. He's like an ideal like seventh eighth guy. Totally. To me. He was good on the Spurs last like, year. Like if he's that's your eighth he, guy, that's what we got him paid. Your team's fucking ready to You're rock. Sick athlete, good defender. Dude. He's a dog. Guys Can't got shoot. A, guy's got a great motor. Yeah, he's a dog. I love guys like that.
0: Me too. Especially as your eighth guy. Yo, that's what I'm saying. You can't spread the floor. That's annoying. <coughs> but, dude. He was good in San Antonio. Dude,
1: he has, like he, – he can, like, get in the mode where he can – no one can stay in front of him. It's true. You know what I mean? It's like – No, he's a crazy guy. To have that luxury as your and eighth he'll,
0: guy. He'll guard <laughs> 90 feet, too. He don't care. All day. Yeah. I
1: love that dude, man. The Magic need a point guard. Like, I did, imagine if, like – The Celtics got him or something. Right. Like, it'd be fucking so dope.
0: Right. Well, he's got a big contract now, so... No, it sucks.
1: He's just stuck there. Just fucking playing 25 minutes, doing nothing.
0: The Magic right now are currently slated at the third pick. And this mock draft has them taking Michael Porter. I don't think Michael Porter's going three. He's had a weird year. He missed all the season, only played two games, came back, didn't look that great... I think he's going to drop unless he has a big, um, you know, combine. I could see the magic kind of reaching here for a guard or trading down and going after a point guard. Whether it's Trey no. Young, Shia uh, Gilgis Alexander, Callan Sexton from Alabama, they need a they need a lead guard. They don't have anyone playing the point. They tried out for Peyton. It didn't work. You know, they've had DJ Augustine playing. I mean, they just have nobody playing the one. DJ Augustine, so random. Yeah, they got to go get a point guard. Start there. But Aaron Gordon's hitting the three a bit. He cooled down. Yeah, he's a fucking baller. He cooled down. He's still a baller. But there's no talent around him.
1: None. Literally none.
0: You know, you got Fournier in that big contract. I don't like Fournier's game. But he can shoot. All right. So, if I'm the Magic, I'm going to get a point guard. All right, next team. Mavericks. The Mavs.
1: Dennis Smith Jr. is enough to be excited for me. Good start. I like it. He's been pretty bad. Really?
0: He's a high-volume scorer, but his efficiency is terrible. Maybe that's another guy. But he's also 20 (laughs) years old and playing starting point guard. Right. Which is an incredibly difficult task. Yep. He's going to be a big-time scorer in this league,
1: no doubt. It's just its weird that... It's weird that Harrison Barnes is making that much money.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and the rest of the roster is kind of
0: Yeah. Bleh. Yeah, I can't believe they <coughs> never I Think I remember you saying Noll any minutes like they have like Dude,
1: I don't understand that at all. Never will. Yeah,
0: um, we got this 22-year-old guy who went in the top 5 from a few years ago, we're just not going
1: to play him. And he'll block every shot. Uh I think I remember you though. saying that Dwight Powell has a great contract. C- like yeah, I guess considering whatever. what he brings, solid role guy, I guess right. Yeah, it's another guy that could be like an eighth guy that's okay. Um, but I I I only see Dennis Smith Jr. getting better. Like you said, I think it's <clears throat> really just comes down to like efficiency and like decision making right now. Yeah, but he has all the tools to do it.
0: And he'll play under Carlisle, which is good. uh, To me, the Mavs are in a a position where they really just need to take the best player available. Definitely. I think, honestly, with the Mavs, their situation, we've pretty much had an optimistic outlook for every team so far. I think the Mavs, it might get worse before it gets better. Yeah? Yeah. Because Dirk's going to retire. They're going to have Dennis Smith leading the show. I mean, Carlisle is good enough of a coach to maybe get – More out of them, Mm -hmm. but I could see this with another young guy coming into the fold, like the Mavs being bad for the next few years. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's going to be a a rebuild and they'll get some some talent, but you know, a lot of these other teams you can kind of try and like look for some optimism. Mavs, I'm not seeing it as much. I'm just,
1: I look at it as like if I was a fan of the Mavs, I would still want to watch the Mavs every day. Because they have Dennis Smith Jr. Sure, but you know, but after if we, I'm it's a easy Magic fan. say that
0: if you were not, but every, when you're watching
1: him lose every day, you're <coughs> if like, If I'm you a know Magic what? fan, what yeah. the fuck am I watching? Totally. If I'm a Hawks fan, what am I watching? You know what I mean? Like, For there's sure. nothing exciting yeah. that could be like in four yeah, years. The Hawks to me are at ground there's zero. There's a guy that's like, oh, The shit. Hawks
0: mirror me at ground zero. The Magic, I feel like, <clears throat> you know, they get a point guard when Aaron Gordon and Vooch are like, You can start maybe being decent. They just have not had any lead guards. Yeah. Uh, The Mavs, to me, are a long ways away. But we'll see. Uh, All right, next. Nets. They don't have a pick.
1: Uh Uh-oh.
0: The Nets have just – they've pretty much had to just try and recover from one of the worst deals ever. (laughs) Horrible. You know, to their credit, they've gone out of their way. To take flyers on lottery
1: talent. They have a lot of players that I like. Yeah. But they have a decent it's, coach. It's they weird. play hard.
0: <laughs> They've won 23 games. I think that's way more than anyone
1: expected. Totally. Especially with D'Angelo being out that long.
0: I don't know if there's actually any Net fans out there in reality. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know. They were in Jersey and then they moved to Brooklyn. I'm not nah, fan. I ain't going to Brooklyn. Fall back, fam. Um... Being a Nets fan has got to be pretty difficult. But you got guys like Karis
1: LeVert. Yo, this shit is crazy. The Nets, right? Like I'm looking at like their roster. It's it, like who? And also like it shows their birthday. Young. And it, all these people are younger than me. Why not? Bro, this dude Jared Allen was born in 1998.
0: Nice player. <laughs> I like Jared Allen. I like fuck? that's crazy. I like Jared Allen. I like Karis LeVert. He's been playing well.
1: Yeah, Jared Allen's good.
0: Um D'Lo, still, the verdict is out. Jeremy Lin missed the whole season. <laughs> you know, look, if you're the Nets, you just stay patient. Next year, you finally get your pick back. You know, this is the life. But I think what they're doing is what they what they can do.
1: Yeah. Um, I think they've made pretty good based on what they have.
0: Yeah, they've made chicken
1: salad out of chicken shit. Alan Crabb, too much money, though.
0: Yep. That was that Summer of 16. Everyone yeah. just got paid
1: all Summer 16.
0: Yep. All right, uh next team, the Kings. <laughs> They've won 24. They got DeAaron and they got Buddy. And both dudes to me and mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I'm not going to lie, bro. That's not bad. <clears throat> they're they're getting there. I need some bigs though. I like Dave Yeager as a coach. Yeah they need some bigs. They're slated 7 here in the Tankathon mock draft going and getting Mohammed Bamba. He's a 7-foot wiry center from Texas, very athletic, defensive guy has shown offensive flashes. Uh could be a could be a force. Um he's very skinny, but um dude, the Kings are a big guy. I like I like what they're doing. DeAaron and Buddy have a vibe. Mm-hmm. And Bajanovich. Yeah. That dude's a fucking <coughs> killer, bro. Oh, he just score. wants to shoot. He can score. You got three guys right there. You got players now.
1: I like him more than Buddy Heald.
0: Yes, me too. But Buddy is knocked down. He's shooting 45% from threes this year. That's pretty crazy. He's a big-time spot-up shooter. How do you
1: f- How do you feel about Garrett Temple?
0: <laughs> I don't feel about Garrett Temple.
1: But you know, I also I, I still, a I still
0: hold, I still hold some hope for Willie Cauley Stein.
1: Oh, what about Scal?
0: Scal's not bad. He had a game. I win- forgot about him. Game winning three <clears throat> versus the Knicks when they played.
1: That's not bad at all. It's not a bad core, right? They're all really fucking young. They're, They're all really like twenty two. To younger. me,
0: De'Aaron Fox is a player. I he's had a very up and down first year. No, but, but yeah,
1: it's it's the same thing. I think he has all the tools. It's just a matter of learning the NBA game. He's got all the tools. Getting comfortable.
0: His stats this year: eleven and a half, four and a half assists, a steal a game. But they're letting him play thirty-two. You know, twenty-eight minutes. You got
1: to man. He's figuring it out.
0: He's twenty. Um, I'm interested. I think the Kings. You know, they've been in flux for a (laughs) long time. I was just
1: gonna say. I mean, this is probably the brightest they've. Bred, his future that they got seen. the Fox pick right, in my boy.
0: I like him. Yeah. I think he's going to be a player. Totally.
1: So go get a big
0: man. All right, the Bulls. The Bulls, man. They're like.
1: Had, they've had some. They some. were
0: like almost good for a second. Yo. And they're like, wait a minute.
1: i like, now we still We suck. are
0: trying to be whack. Yeah. Miritich, go to the Pelicans.
1: I like Zach Levine. Zach Levine.
0: I like Lori. Lori's good.
1: I like Chris Dunn. At times, Mm-hmm. Denzel Valentine, mm-hmm. not bad. Yeah, not great. Could be a bench player. Bobby Portis has shown flashes. He's pretty good. He had a stretch there where he was averaging like eighteen and Bobby something. Portis is not bad, bro. No, I know. Um, they got a couple guys. Nuwaba, Nuwaba's a good bench player. Not bad. Like
0: honestly, bro, <laughs> if if they didn't trade Miritich and Levine played this whole year. The Bulls probably would have been the 8th seed. Robin
1: Lopez is younger than I thought he was. Yeah. He's only 29.
0: Like, the Bulls could have been an 8th seed this year. Like, they tanked.
1: A lot of guys. Bro, a they lot played, of teams played could the have been Knicks the seed.
0: other night. They didn't fly out. Laurie, Dunn, Levine, and didn't play. They, those guys didn't even travel to the game. Really? Yeah, and Robin Lopez didn't play. The NBA literally told the Bulls to cut it out. Really? They are like, bro... If we see that you're tanking on purpose, we are going to fuck you shit up. Yeah. <laughs> they warned the Bulls specifically. That's crazy. They have gone out of their way to lose games because they know. Yeah. Because, honestly, they add another piece. Right now in this mock draft, they're slated at the eighth pick. Yeah. Where they're in this trap, this mock, they would take Wendell Carter from Duke. Mm. He's a 6'10 power forward. Yep. I've heard about him. His comp to me, other guys, Al Horford. It's not
1: a bad not comp. a guy
0: who who's gonna explode, but can pass, can shoot, can defend. He's all around good player. You add that to the mix
1: with Laurie. Yeah, totally. Levine Laurie's a fucking done
0: Hooper man. Laurie's good, dude. They're sitting him right now because they're there's like so many you're gonna, young guys. You're in gonna the NBA. win me games. I don't want that. That's what they're saying to Laurie.
1: There's so many young guys in the NBA right now. It's beautiful. Like from 20 to 23, there's like. Well, last year's draft. Legitimately, like, 30 people that could be superstars.
0: Last year's draft was really good. It's crazy. And this year's draft is supposed to be pretty deep. It's crazy. So the Bulls, I think, are on the right path.
1: Yeah. Right? They're probably the brightest we've had to discuss so far.
0: I think they're up there for sure. And, you know, the thing is with the Bulls, it's like, and with all these teams, like, if you, you just, you nail that pick, right? You get a guy like Lori, it's like, yo. In my opinion, Laurie Marketing is going to be scoring twenty points a game.
1: Yeah, in his career, and maybe Zach too. Oh, Zach for sure. You know, so it's like so you got guys now. Guys can get buckets.
0: A guy like Wendell Carter actually would be an amazing fit for him. He's more of an intangibles guy, right? That's what you probably mean. Pretty good. Also, uh, they could go get uh, Mychal Bridges from Villanova, who mm-hmm. was like a really he could be like. He's a really good three and D guy. He, he gives me like a Reza vibes, but he there's a chance for him to have more because mm-hmm. he might be just a little bit better all around offensively. Mm-hmm. Not as athletic and wiry as a Reza. I mean, a Reza's had a great career, but Bridges oh, could be another guy. They go after. Okay, uh, let's keep it moving. Um, I know who's next. The Knicks.
1: The New York Knickerbockers.
0: Yeah, I mean. You familiar with this team? Too familiar with this team. (laughs) I'll just say this. Okay. The jury's out on Frank Aquino. They picked eighth. I'd like to see him play more. I've seen flashes him, and the stats on him are showing that he's actually a very good defender, especially for his age. Offensively, he's too raw. So with that pick, the jury's out. So it comes down to (coughs) next year's going to be bad. Porzingis isn't gonna play till probably February. So I think the Knicks has got to go get best player available. Yep. Just doesn't matter what position, get your board and figure it out. Personally, as a Knicks fan, I like Colin Sexton from Alabama. He's a yep. dog point guard. And I think you could play him with Frank and Trey Young.
1: So are I you? Trae Young. Are you Mm-hmm. Willing to admit mm-hmm. that Frank is a swing and a miss.
0: Nah, I don't think he is yet. All right. The other day. Fam. Hold on. Hold on. I'll tell you. Here's something. Here. I'm going to pull up something from you. He's not a swing and a miss yet because there's always a job for a guy who can play elite defense. And he's 19 and does already. And to show you that he does, I'm going to show you exactly. This is from Kevin O'Connor the other night. The other day. I'm going to pull it up. Give me I one. feel like
1: that draft. This is from Kevin O'Connor. A draft is extremely steep, man.
0: I totally get why some Knicks fans say Phil Jackson should have drafted Dennis Smith. Dunking and scoring are fun, and Smith may end up a better pro, but Neil Aquino is already one of the NBA's best guard defenders, and he's 19. He's – check this out. Neil Keena has defended Smith Jr., Heel, John Wall, Chris Paul, and D'Angelo Russell for at least 10 possessions and all have scored zero points, according to Second Spectrum. Some of them, like Paul, wound up creating baskets for others instead, but uh, Neil Aquino has already become a deterrent. There's legitimate concern about Neil Aquino's raw offense. I get it. Totally. He's one of the NBA's least efficient scorers right now. But his lockdown defense will have a place in the NBA. So that's what it comes down to. So realistically, worst-case scenario, you have a 3-and-D guy. Is he a starter? Maybe not. <coughs> is he a star? No. Is he Donovan Mitchell? Hell no. Does okay. that suck?
1: Yes. But. All right. That's all I need to hear. Hey, if you get a really good 3 and D guy, you take him. I'm, I'm not saying swing and a miss as in he's out of the league in two years. Totally. I'm saying swing and a miss as you could have had. Donovan fucking Mitchell. A few people. I just think about that, Donovan. That draft is so deep. Just think about Donovan. And you come out with a guy that can play defense. It's he might like, be able to do more. But it's yeah, like it's hard. Right. It's hard.
0: You know, which is why I think this this draft. You know, <coughs> the Knicks should just go
1: best player available, but and just hope for the best. Here, the Knicks are going to be bad for next few years. Here is the bright side. I think, um, I think the Knicks yep. have the best player not in the playoffs. Right with Porzingis, but he tore his ACL. Right, but if he comes back, yep, you still have the unicorn. Yeah. And yeah, that's a lot to build around. Totally. Uh, Seems so far they've done throws his job building around him. But maybe that will change.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is the new regime. You know, Scott, Cantor, Scott Perry. Cantor's
1: going to be there for a while, I feel. Well, like. he
0: has one year left.
1: I feel like he's going to resign. He's going to pick
0: up $18 million. If he wants to resign here, he's going to have to take way less. But he has a player
1: option for $18 million I feel should. like he's such a good fit in New York. He's I like, such a rugged, like.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't play any defense. It's not that he doesn't try. He
1: just can't. He's so slow laterally. I just love his attitude, man. He has a great attitude. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't back down anyone. He'll get a bucket, man. He's a walking bucket in the paint. And Ennis Cantor's only 25, which I did not know. Yeah, so is Tim Hardaway. They're both 25. Well, Hardaway just turned 26.
0: They're not bad players.
1: We got Beasley.
0: You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Beasley comes back on the Knicks, but I wouldn't be surprised if a team takes a flyer on him too. Yeah, the guy can score.
1: There's a lot of questionable guys on here though, on this roster.
0: It's a questionable roster. Jared Jack. Well, he's not even playing anymore. Lance
1: Thomas, Ron Baker, yeah. Trey Burke, Joakim Noah.
0: I think Trey Burke actually's got himself a career is, in the there's NBA. There's a couple.
1: Game. There's a couple dudes, man. Yeah. Like, it's like yo, no, what's going it's on bad. here?
0: Uh, can I tell you about Moutier? Yeah,
1: <laughs> <coughs> that
0: dude. Sucks.
1: I know, bro. I I know that he <laughs> sucks. I could have told you that before.
0: I think they're just you know giving him the minutes right now to see if they had anything with it. No, bad. He's out. So if I'm the Knicks, I just
1: the best player available. i you this: this might be a bright spot. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched enough to know. Yeah. Do you think Luke Cornett is 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 legitimate or he just had a week or two?
0: I think Luke Cornett can absolutely because he's big. Like I shit. think he can absolutely be a backup center, power forward in the NBA. Okay. Because he can hit threes and he can block shots. Yep. So he can be like your ninth man for sure. That's his career. So, Honestly, Luke Cornett eventually could be like a very solid role player on a good team. If he can really knock down the three – but he's going to have to knock it down with more consistency. Yeah, He's been inconsistent. Right, right now, he's just been shooting at a vol. Whenever he's in the game, he just
1: shoots high volume. Yeah, the couple games I saw, he was in their game buckets. But it's yeah. just because he shoots every time he gets it.
0: Yeah, yeah, because they leave him open, and he right. can hit it. So it's interesting. So, like, will the league – like, say he plays next year, and he's like – Hitting some threes, like the league's going to adjust, they're gonna be like, oh, and, they're gonna switch, and they're going to switch, and they're going to take away his airspace, and then it's going to be interesting to see how he, comes how he back. can he adapt to it. Yeah, but you know, pick and pop is always there, <coughs> always. So, especially if you're seven one, yeah. And if you're playing against a backup center who doesn't want to come out, yeah, or can't, then yeah, you know, you'll have a few three pointers a game. You might have a role in the NBA. Is it somebody you can be optimistic about? Mm, not really. <laughs> I don't think so. All, All right. right, let's keep it moving. This is your guys. Yes, this is the Lakers. We talked about this earlier. Julius Randle's out here
1: balling, contract year. What do you think, Jalen? As a Lakers, as a Lakers fan. Yep, I'm very excited. You got no pick. It's all right. All right. We had fucking three picks last year. It's true. That all panned out. You did good. And then I think that are all going to be part of this team. Yeah. At least for next year. For sure. And honestly, and if you really want to go. Get a pick, you can. And they're all going to get better. Mm-hmm. Especially Lonzo. Especially Kuzma. Actually, all of them. <laughs> um, dude, we got so many guys. Like, we got, we got Brandon Ingram yep. who gets better every single year. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram's 20? That's so crazy to me. That's what it says. Yeah, it's his second year. Brandon Ingram is 20, bro. Mm-hmm. Basically a rookie. He's had a great
0: second year. Dude. The the, the the step up was awesome.
1: Brandon Ingram's fucking great. He's good, man. Julius Randle's out here looking like fucking... Charles Barkley. Jesus. Yeah. I don't know what's good with him. I'll take it. Yep. Uh, <coughs> Lonzo and Kuzma mm-hmm. are fucking stars to me. Three years, if we have both of those guys... Mm-hmm. I'm feeling very fucking confident. Lonzo is a great point guard, man. I don't give a fuck. I've watched him all year. Yep. His shooting's been up and down. Sure. But everything else is consistently above average. If not, good or great. Mm -hmm. Great rebounder, for sure. Great instinct. He can play defense. Everyone's talking shit about his defense. Yep. Dude's big as hell.
0: So Let me ask you. You got 70 million cap space. Now, LeBron and Paul George are, like, the pipe dream. We're about to get Paul George. But are you concerned that, like, the money could go elsewhere? Like, oh, LeBron doesn't come here. It's like,
1: then you're, you know, paying dudes that maybe don't need it as much. That is something I'm fearful of because we've had a history in the past couple of years to be giving out contracts that That's aren't like, deserving. Dang. Well, Dang. Uh, Mazgoff, which yeah. I don't know how the fuck we got rid of that. Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> thank God. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is the year right now where we gotta get someone, and then hopefully everyone else develops. <coughs> up till that, yep. like if it's Paul George, I am hoping that Kuzma and Lonzo but become to like
0: me like Paul George and Brandon Ingram becomes redundant. Yeah. No. Maybe and Paul George is not a lead guy.
1: You might be right, but I think this team is so like run and gun. Mm-hmm. It'd be easy to have like four guys that are like all scoring like. What do you as a Lakers fan? What do you
0: feel like this team needs most next, besides LeBron and Paul George? Like, say you had a draft pick and your top 10 pick. What do you want? You want a two guard, right?
1: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Cuz KCP's getting the fuck out of here.
0: Right. They gave him a one year deal. I'm looking up the free agent <laughs> And he there. sucks.
1: Right. Um but yeah, I mean, even if we don't get a two guard, yeah. All these dudes are so young like you could you could play big and put like Ingram at the two. Just because, like, they're still like. What about Boogie? I'm not mad at it. Yeah, playing the five. I'm not mad at it. Because
0: you kind of need a center too, right? <coughs> I mean, he's better
1: Brooke, than Brook. Brook is a center, but it's like he's not. But like, Boogie's better than Brook. But every yeah. when
0: you have Bo- Boogie, everything all of a sudden re- revolves around Boogie.
1: I mean, right. Um. I mean, he's the best. He's the best big guy in the year. trying to look at unrestricted free agents.
0: You know. Uh, what do you think about Isaiah? You want to bring him back?
1: How's he been? Dude, like, personally, yeah. I want to see him just fucking explode again. Right. I, he's, like, one of my favorite, like, personal players, and I just love seeing him in the Lakers uniform. Sure. But it's like I'm, I'm not fucking seeing it happen. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like part of me wants to be like, see if we can sign him for less mm-hmm. in –
0: I don't think he's going to get a big contract.
1: I mean, what has happened this year that makes him deserve it? Nothing. It sucks to say
0: that, dude. Like, I love Isaiah Thomas. He might just be better off taking like a one-year deal next <sighs> this offseason.
1: If we can get a one-year deal for him, I want him back. Sure. Because he is helpful. He is fun to watch. He's someone that these guys can learn from, I think.
0: He's one of those guys, too, that will bet on himself, I feel like. Every time. Be like, yeah, I'll take a one year, eight million dollar deal. Yeah. So I can go get me another totally. hundred million.
1: Totally. I think that's what he should do. And I'd love to have him again. Yeah, or he might just be like, you know what? Because I don't think I'm gonna get back to that. I'll take four years, thirty two mil, you know, whatever. It's still like, you know.
0: I'm that's f- a good contract that i Because, like, dude,
1: if I'm him, it's like I'm not even fucking supposed to be here. Yeah, for
0: sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like just take it. What just about Tyreek Evans? <laughs> nah. See, that's like a guy that you get worried, right? Yeah. It's no. like LeBron and Paul George go back to their teams and then all of a sudden you give Tyreek Evans twenty million. No, no, no. You're no, like, no, no, fuck. No, 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 that's not the
1: plan. No. It gets, like, I like know. Tyreek Evans, but he's not the guy. But
0: you know what no, he's a free agent this Yeah, shit. No. It's like somebody's about to pay this. Honestly, game, right?
1: like I, the way I'm looking at this team, yeah, it's not <clears throat> it's not the end of the world if we don't get Paul George or LeBron. Sure. Because it it's just it's the end of the world for next year. Yep. But in three years, if we keep this core, I'll put this core against any other core once, right. like, LeBron's out. You know what I mean? Yep. In, like, four years, LeBron's, like, fucking about to retire. Unless LeBron plays 12 more years, which he might. Um, the optimism I don't know, man. So I the just, optimism is there. Either way. I have a good time watching them, even if they're losing. Sure, they're fun to watch, man. And they're fun. I
0: just so you're in on Luke as a coach as well.
1: Definitely. Cool. I love Luke. Um, all
0: right. So the La- the Lakers' optimism is there. All
1: right, let's do. There's two more. I'm probably most optimistic about them. Yeah. Than anyone, other than. Probably the Nuggets. I just like the Nuggets. Yeah. I know you don't like them, but...
0: The Nuggets are hanging around, so they we won't the, do them. So got, it's, there's two more teams <sighs> that are definitely out, and that's the Hornets and the Pistons. So let's do it real quick. Hornets. Kemba had 47 the other night. Crazy. They got the 11th pick currently. The Hornets were supposed to be decent this year.
1: Yeah, well, Malik Monk was supposed to be a I mean, factor.
0: You don't want to... I just heard a noise. Let's see something. You don't want to um, write a guy off after one year. Right. So I'm not here to say Malik Monk's a bust, but you would have expected more.
1: Well, I think they expected more. And Dwight Howard the other night had a 30-30 game. My boy was at that game. That's so weird. Courtside, too, and he was like. Dwight was possessed. That was fucking history. And I was like, yeah, but I hate him. You sure do. Um, <coughs> I don't know what the Hornets are up to. <coughs>
0: Yeah. They got Kemba on a great contract. Yeah. They got a pick. To me, like, the Hornets, like, they're like a flip of a coin away from being, like, a 43-win team.
1: Frank Kaminsky's surprisingly effective. He's decent. I thought he was out of here immediately. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's got a role. I thought he was one of those guys that was going to come in and, and just be trash. like, college, all right, man.
0: College stars. Say yeah. Yeah.
1: He's actually. He's not yeah. bad. No. Not bad not at all. Bad. You know, it's just can shoot a lot better than I thought he could.
0: Yeah, he's he's okay. He's okay. I mean, the Hornets. They, you know, they had a disappointing year. I think. I think that's what happens when you kind of rely on Dwight. Because, as Dennis Schroeder said the other day, <laughs> he only plays good against his former teams. Yeah, no. Yeah, Kaminsky's a thirty-eight percent three three-point shooter, but he's only shooting forty-two percent from the field. He's decent. 10 and 4. Decent backup, big guy. You know, maybe the Bobcats land a good pick at 11, you know, or 12. Maybe they get the next guy. Uh, This draft has them taking Zaire Smith, which is a shooting guard from Texas Tech. I don't know a lot about Zaire. Um, The Hornets seem to be just kind of one of those teams that's going to just kind of wade in mediocrity. Yep. Much like the other team, the Detroit Pistons. Yep. Uh, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do.
1: They're locked in with this team. Like, they're not bad, but they're never going to be, like, contending with this team.
0: I mean, you, ro- you own the Pistons. you
1: fire Stan Van Gundy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yeah, really. It's like, I don't know. I feel like Blake likes it. He does. So he, maybe. Well, he's making uh, at
0: least sideways comments about it, right? Yeah. No I know what a franchise feels like. It's like, all right, fam. <laughs> it's uh. I don't, I just don't know about this team. I just don't know. Reggie Jackson thing. They
1: is. need
2: more on uh, a
0: Stanley Johnson.
1: Yeah. Miss Miss with Luke Kennard.
0: Uh, he had a decent game the other night. Luke <laughs> Kennard can shoot. Maybe he's, <coughs> he's Coming around. He's shooting 40% from three. Luke Canard might be a good role player.
1: Their team's, like, low-key, like, old. It's a
0: weird team,
1: man. Like, not old, but, like, older. But you know what? Do a lot of, like, 28-year-olds that are just not, like, You know what? Though? gotten. Yeah. Like, totally. John Lauer. Like John, John Lauer from like, Washington. Like, what the fuck you doing? Yeah.
0: They don't have a pick either, the Pistons.
1: So this is their team, man. James Ennis.
0: Like, a flip of the coin, like... They start fresh next year, and Blake is healthy. Like, they could win 42. Yeah.
1: Welcome to mediocrity. Yeah, they're, they're going to be one of these middle teams for a few years, I think. Middle or worse.
0: Yeah. So it's never going to be better than a 17. seed. what it, I'm saying. It could it's really like... bottom out. Like, if Blake's hurt next year, and then Andre's like, I want the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah. Oof. Could get ugly. That would suck.
0: As so Pistons fan, you just got to hope that Blake stays healthy. They got a fresh start next year. Maybe they just say, Stan, we're going to let somebody else run operations, you coach, and get back to that. Right. I, I don't know.
1: All right. That's it. So well, I hope we gave you hope. reason why we did that, I think that might be the last you hear of some of those teams. Uh, for sure. Like on this podcast. Yeah, there's a few other teams that... Because <coughs> the playoffs are coming. We're in full playoff mode. Full playoff we're mode. We're not going to be talking about the fucking... Knicks and Lakers anymore. No. No, we're not. Sadly. We're not. We're not going to be talking about the Kings. Nope. Not that we ever really were. Nope. A lot of these teams that suck. Yeah. It's only the best of best from here on out. That's it. I'm excited for the playoffs, man. It's a-coming. It's a-coming.
0: All right, schedule breakdown. Let's do it. Monday.
1: Even though this is like four days away.
0: Monday. Nugs at Sixers, 4 o'clock, NBA TV. Nuggets are fighting for their playoff lives. Sixers are hot. <clears throat> you know they're my dark horse pick. Tuesday. uh, Cavs at Heat, TNT, 5 o'clock. Clipper, Bucks at Clippers, 7.30, TNT. Clippers are gonna be fighting for their playoff lives there, so that might be interesting. Yep. That's in here I'm going to a
1: Clippers game. Which one? In two weeks. Is that the one? I guess the Lakers. Oh, cool. End of the season. That might be Clippers might be li- done by then. Yeah, you think they'll be done? Yeah. So you're two think and a half out now. So you they're think they're not gonna win any games next week? Or this week? I don't know. They're playing the Bucks on Tuesday. Start there. <laughs> Low-key, like, kind of hope they win just so, like, for the game that I go to. Yeah, they're fighting it. like, for it. matters. What's the date? April 11th. Yeah, they'll be done by
0: then, bro. Whoops. Um, March, Wednesday, 8th, 28th, Wednesday. There's an the ESPN game. It's the Celtics at the Jazz. That's a good game. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, we, didn't, I mean, we were remiss to not talk about Playoff teams, team. at least. We didn't talk about Kyrie. He's getting a procedure done. A minimally invasive procedure to help with his knee. To me, that sounds no bueno. Yeah. That's no good, bro, bro. Kind of sounds like the Celtics are just like, everybody. Yeah, is. we could probably make a run this year, but eh, we're just going to kind of wait it out a it's, little bit.
1: They're fucking banged up, man. Banged up. Minimally invasive. Like, what, what does that even mean?
0: That means, like, they might not even be cutting them open. They might be using, like, a laser or something. Yeah. Because invasive means... Or, like, a very small incision. Because invasive just means, like, going, going in, in, and yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, word. So he'll be out for Anytime two weeks, Anytime you
0: have surgery... I don't like that word at all. It's never the same.
1: Like, that word is I've scary. heard
0: that before from athletes, and it's <laughs> the truth. Once you cut open... It's never the same. Yeah. Don't care how fucking amazing you are. Now, this dude had problems with his knee already. It's on his ailing left knee.
1: I'm pulling for him.
0: Woj on Twitter timetable on a return will come after the procedure. They're saying that this is the expectation here is that it will help alleviate the soreness in the knee. Right. But honestly, this is one of those things where you might wake up and Woj might be like, Kyrie shut down for the season. Right.
1: It's now a it fucking suck. big
0: old mystery right now.
1: That means it's Terry it zero time if that happens. That means the Celtics aren't winning a playoff series. Yeah, probably. No, Celtics.
0: that's not true. Yeah, it is. Come on, man. All right,
1: if the season ended
0: right now, who do the Celtics play in the first round?
1: Let me tell you. We'll pull it up because they keep changing, but it would be the Heat. They're not beating the Heat. No. Come on! They're not.
0: I, it goes 7 <coughs> Don't be no Kyrie,
1: especially. bro. They're still Jalen
0: Brown's out. Marcus Smart's out, right? Jalen Brown's out with the concussion, right?
1: He'll be back. He's not. Yeah, he's not a Marcus the year Smart's out for
0: the year. Yeah. Well, they're saying he might try and come back for the playoffs, but not Damn. looking good. Not first round or like end of first round.
1: Gordon Hayward's coming back. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's over. Damn, that sucks. It doesn't though.
0: It's like it does I wanna watch them. It does suck, but like they're going to be around a long time. You're going to have so much time to watch the Celtics over the next few years. It's you're going to get sick
1: of them quick. Nah, I like them. But you know what I mean? I like those young ones. I goals. didn't mean like yeah, yeah, yeah Literally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. I feel you.
0: I think they're kind of like at this point like we probably can make a run and maybe even get to the finals, but we wouldn't win anyway. Yeah. Let's get these guys healthy and just get them the experience. Yeah. I don't feel like they're like I feel like they're playing with house money
1: They definitely are They're
0: like Ah Kyrie's
1: hurt Sit Chill It's cool Gordon Hayward can come back Nah
0: Exactly Let's okay. just wait Just get everybody right We got
1: Daniel nothing. Tice is out too Not that hey. that matters As much as those two But
0: I think I have to play Fucking cement shoes. Greg Monroe
1: Somewhere <laughs> in, in a fucking Ojale I don't like that dude he hits shots in the corner, but it's like, I don't know, man. I don't like his game that much. Anyways, um, so where are we at? Wednesday, Thursday? We're on Thursday now, right? We got Oklahoma City versus San Antonio on TNT. Don't give a fuck. Um, uh, Both teams will be playing for their playoff lives. So, maybe I do. But I just, I don't never want to watch this series right
0: now. I mean, they're both pretty much <coughs> in, but it'll be a lot of seating. yeah, yeah. Positioning. Plus, no team really wants to lose right now because they're only two games up on the Nuggets and two and a half on the Clippers. Totally. So,
1: um, Then we got Milwaukee in Golden State after that. Fun. Yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah, but who it, knows it, who's it, playing for the Warriors? I know, right? They're
0: literally sitting everybody.
1: I know. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> was there anything
0: Friday? My things cuts out.
1: Friday is here. We go. We got New Orleans at Cleveland on ESPN. That's cool. And then there's that's cool. Clippers Anthony
0: versus Davis versus LeBron Friday night. I like that.
1: <coughs> Clippers versus Blazers.
0: That's a very like that's a matchup you don't see very often. Right. So you might want to watch that. Yeah. And then Clippers at Blazers.
1: Yep. That Blazers Rockets game was dope. That shit was so fire. Blazers almost had so him, good, bro. You know, James Harden is. You were texting me, like, every step back. You're like, yo, crazy step back. I'm like, I already know. Shh. And then by the time I fucking got the text, he hit another one. I know. And he goes, another one. And Dis- I was like, oh, I thought I literally thought my TV was, like, behind. Yeah. Because you texted me, yeah. like, again, another one. I'm I like, know. wait, what do you mean? And then he hits another. It's like, he just doesn't stop. Disrespectful. It's fucking crazy. He's- there was a couple of those where it's like, okay, I have... My entire body guarded from every angle. Other than where I released the ball. And that's enough. Because I'm going to splash this shit from 27 feet. And if I want, I'll go buy you too. It's crazy. And I'm not even the fastest dude. He's the fucking best, I'm man. I'm just crafty. Underratedly strong. Like, so strong.
0: And unbelievably crafty. All he needs is this small speck of daylight. Dude, He's I, getting by you. I love watching and him. Not with speed. And he's not banging on it, you either. He is awesome. He makes me feel wow,
1: like how I felt watching Kobe. Like, I love watching him.
0: I feel you. But it's remarkable because, like, Kobe at one point had, like, a 40-inch vertical. Yeah. James Harden don't even get off the floor. Doesn't have to. Unbelievable. That's so fire. I know. He's just – He is just an incredible basketball player. He just player.
1: knows – He is just pure skill. He knows how to position his body. He can finish – at At left, any being moment, lefty, lefty, righty, anything, finish floater, three, pass, reverse layup, uh, any anything. pass anything. you want to make, it's fire, handle on a string, it's amazing. Yeah. I I really hope they win this championship. It I was s- I just want to put the, I really want to see that. All
0: happen. right, if they win a the championship, is James Harden a <coughs> top five shooting guard? of He's all the time? best
1: player ever, <laughs> ever. No, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" It just but got yeah. really hot in here. But yeah, he is top five shooting guard.
1: I think he is anyway. Really? Like, I'm not like at the moment. All time. By the time he's done, yeah.
0: He keeps up with these numbers. Hell yeah, you're right.
1: He's fucking incredible, man. Wow. I mean, who's the top five shooting guards of all time? Let's let's say that.
0: Michael Jordan, Jordan, Kobe, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, Wade, Jerry West, yeah, and then
1: Drexler or something. Yeah, Ray Allen.
0: Reggie all, Miller, yep, all guys. Yeah, James kids. Harden's better than those I'm guys. I'm sure we're missing some sort of. Guy. To me, James Probably Harden's better than those
1: guys. The 70s and 60s. I'm sure we're just missing something. Yeah, like John Havlicek or something. Yeah, like come on, James Harden's better than all these guys. I think.
0: Yeah, <clears throat>
1: I mean, I can't, I can't disagree. Top three is like all right.
0: Just pretty untouchable watch, at this moment. Man. He can. He shoots from anywhere. He'll get by you. He makes any pass he wants. He gets to the line whenever he wants. He's
1: stupid. He's going to be number 3. He's stupid. He's going to be the third best. He's really unstoppable. I know. He's going to be He's going to keep playing like this. This is going to be crazy. He's going to have a better career than Dwayne Wade. All right. Dwayne Wade got 3 rings, bro, bro. Bro. James Hard about to get one in a couple months. Let's go. About to get Let me see it. About to get
0: 5 Let more. me see it cuz I've seen Dwayne Wade big shots. Dwayne Wade, a cold-blooded
1: killer, bro. I'm calling you better the put shots. some
0: respect on the name, I'm bro. I'm calling
1: the shots right now, man. All right. James Harden is coming for the bro, fuck.
0: Bro, if James Harden plays the way he's been playing and wins a chip, that motherfucker, top fuck. Yeah. Like, we're, I'm ready to talk about That's him. some gangster shit. I'm ready to talk about him <laughs> top three shooting guards all the time already. Off rip. Because these last few years have been silly. But I need to see it. Yeah, yeah it's got to happen Put in the playoffs. Put some respect on Dwayne Wade's name. No, totally.
1: But it's going to happen. That's what, that's, my, that's what I'm saying. I love watching James I, It's play. going to happen. Stupid. Starting this year, this is the renaissance. He's got more skill
0: than anybody. Ever. Because, nah, I mean, look. <laughs> LeBron combines skill and athleticism
1: and strength. Yeah, and speed and everything.
0: James Harden is not like a
1: top-flight athlete. He's not fast. Any, he doesn't jump high. Any stretch of the
0: imagination.
1: Motherfucker is strong. And Very he's just an smart. incredible basketball player. And he's just skilled. Skill. Pure skill.
0: It's like, oh, you come too close. I get by you. Ooh, now I'm going to fuck oh, you fucking step back. Smack. He just plays with you. He's like a cat with yarn. I know. It's like, it's like oh, I got my first step. Now nah, I'm going to step back and just embarrass you. <laughs> he has, like, uh, I would never want to guard that dude. I'd rather guard a guy with blazing speed. He has the. I'll just run to a spot rather than be like, I don't know what this guy's about to do to me right yeah, now. Yeah. He's just gonna leave me doing fucking three sixties.
1: Yeah. Cause James Harden has like the handle and jump shot and like body control yeah. of someone that's like six feet and skinny. Totally. But he's like six Strong. six and fucking jacked. And the step back So if is he gets one step in front of you, That's it. It's a bucket because you can't be on the side of him all you want. It's a bucket. But he knows where to go. He knows how to use his own body. He knows how to use the rim. He knows how to like he Everything. just he understands how to score. And the step more than back anyone. is
0: just so unfair. Either way. Whichever Bro, way you want it. How f- he like it's like 3 feet. It's
1: fucking crazy. The
0: ground he jumps back on? No. Does he like practice in the off season like jumping over like a lo- like a lava lake or something? Probably. Like how like if you hoop you know how fucking hard a step back jumper is. It is from thirty feet.
1: I can only do it to my left, mm-hmm. and it's like very situational, mm-hmm. and I don't even get that much space. And I've been doing this shit my whole life. I this dude can do it any way he wants, yeah. anywhere on the floor, covering as much ground as he wants, and he's yeah. smacking like no, it's not even like a fucking Bro, question.
0: No one in the league does <laughs> a step back like him. Both sides. From anywhere, yeah. off any bounce, it doesn't matter.
1: You know, who has an underrated good step back, to um, Jimmy Butler.
0: Jimmy has a great step back,
1: but his shot's not as lethal. Obviously, you know, Jimmy but it's like he's really good at creating space. And yeah. DeRozan. DeRozan, DeRozan, but that's mid range though.
0: Jimmy too, I think of like yeah. mid range. Yeah, yeah. James will do it from like thirty. But like someone
1: like, like all the great shooters. Yeah. Like Kyrie's good. Kyrie's good too. But Kyrie's six one and little, like, you know. Uh-huh. But, like, Clay, all these dudes, they're not doing all that. Not really. It's all catch and shoot. Even, like... Or, like, maybe a pull-up.
0: Those guys... Yeah, Kyrie's step back is insane, too. But yeah. there's another guy whose handle is crazy. And there's another guy. I don't even know if Kyrie can dunk.
1: He's... Yeah, no, nah, he can't. I've seen him. But dunk. <laughs> you know what I mean.
0: Like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like...
1: He caught one dunk in a game this year, like, in a half-court set. And I was yeah. like, what the
0: fuck? Like, you know, he's not... Blowing by anybody with athleticism, yeah. He just use he's just so crafty. Yeah,
1: that's why those two guys are the my favorite players to a watch. The handle on a
0: string. It's like, oh, I'm getting by. Now nah, I'm coming back. Boop boop. It's like, oh boy. Spin moves
1: it's between just, the legs, behind the back. It's Like, what am I supposed to do with this fake guy? pass? All... Out of his mind. Yeah. All right. All right. We well, can keep sucking James Harden's fucking yeah. whole meat if you want, but <laughs> it's just fun to watch. Really that Blazers is.
0: game was awesome. And you know, look, the Blazers are playing awesome. Dame and CJ. Just picked a bad time to have a bad game.
1: Low key, they're they're growing on me, in terms of like, wanting to watch them. I was like, I don't, know, like I don't like watching them for some reason. Yeah. But I I like, I like Nurkic. Yeah, Nurk had a good game. Um, there's someone else on that team that I like watching. Oh, uh, Napier, he's dope. Yeah, he's good. Uh, he but Evan Turner, good. uh, no, never want to watch him. He's out of here. We'll Even, see. Like Moe Harkless is fun sometimes. Yeah, he's getting better. I like I like their team actually.
0: See what they can do. They better get it together though. CJ and Dame <laughs> better play bigger, better, better and bigger games. All right, Saturday, nothing. Oh, I'm Ross wrong. Boston, Toronto. I was just about to say Raptors at Celtics. That's huge. Four thirty, awesome game. Totally. Let's see if they're fully into it because that we're getting kind of near the end of the year. Yeah. Then Sunday, April first, ABC game at twelve thirty, Rockets at the Spurs. I mean, I just Spurs. I don't know.
1: Yeah. We got also Pelicans and Thunder. That's cool.
0: Those two teams will be playing for for something.
1: All right, that's your
0: schedule breakdown.
1: Why is there no games on Monday next week, April 2nd? That's weird. Is it really? It says no game scheduled. Is
0: it the Monday after Easter? Is it considered Easter Sunday? Is it an holiday or know. something? I have no idea. There are huh. no
1: games scheduled. All right. Um <coughs> I think we're kind of to the point where Sorry. I just I just really want the playoffs to start, and I don't care about this. Pretty much. Like, I do, but it's like, okay, man. How many times are you going to watch the fucking two teams not give a shit because they already know they're the – Nah, it's it's time. Do you the, think
0: this season should just be 66 games or what?
1: Low key, it's too long.
0: It's too long, right? It's like 10 games too long. Like, I would love for the playoffs to start now. There's like 10 games left. Yeah. So maybe 72. And why is the All-Star
1: break so deep into the year? No idea. It's always been in February.
0: So I just think they sort of
1: kept... Because they kept starting the fucking season earlier.
0: Well, I actually read a crazy stat. Let's end on this because we're getting deep. Sorry. I know we're going... But LeBron was talking about how they wanted more uh, more space in between games. Mm-hmm. And then this year he's playing 82 games. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron also yeah, said. Yeah, he that, hasn't missed a game, right? Nope. LeBron also said that the uh, the playoff thing that they're talking about is whack. What? You know, the 10 seed versus 7 seed thing. Okay, yeah. That they were talking about. He's like, no, nah, shit's whack. So, LeBron said that? Yeah. So that's probably not going to happen? Probably. <laughs> LeBron be running shit out here. Definitely. Um, You got a buster?
1: Me. I'm We're the buster.
0: Sniffling in our ear all, all day.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it. It's okay. We took a pee break, and you're like, bro. <laughs> I appreciate your transparency. Yeah, it happens, man. I, I, I like, didn't even bro, realize it, bro. Like,
0: No, don't even tell people, because then they'll be looking for it, and they'll drive them nuts. Although the show's over. Well,
1: yeah, I was going to say, the show's over. So if you made it this far, thanks for sticking through the sniffles. Yeah,
0: thank you. We're at an, almost an hour 30. It's time to go.
1: Yep, see ya. Peace.